finally, the Metacast has come back. That was my best rock impression. Hope you guys liked it. <laughs> I did. At least it was fun doing it. All right, today's episode is going to be all about the things that we learned over the summer and then where we want to take Metacast in this 2.0 version that we've talked about. And that's why we took the break. We felt like we got pickled. We knew we could do better. So we took time off, centered ourselves, came back with a plan on where we're going to go and how we're going to help everybody learn. So we are excited about it. I hope you guys are too. Here we go. No one liked the old intro music. So this is what you get. Josh, what's on your mind? You were the one that said you were primed and ready to go, Robert. But you're the driver, clearly. Oh my gosh. All right, since Mr. Intro can't intro, this is going to be a two-piece episode. Like a part duh? No, not a part. Like a two-piece chicken from KFC. You get a leg and a thigh. A leg and a thigh. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to cover... One part, the first part, is going to be things we observed, learned... While we were while, breaking. While we took our first ever break okay. here at the Metacast. And then right. the second half is going to be... Where are we going? Where we'd like to go, where we think we can go. Okay. All right? Can you do that? Can you handle that? Do you have any notes? I don't. You do. I know. I'm intimidated by your notes. Good. So why don't you start? What I'll start. You, what did you learn? I'll start, Robert. There's the, that one thing. I hope some of our listeners are laughing because it's difficult over here. What? It's, it's just difficult. You know, I've gotten out of practice, Josh. <laughs> Do you feel that? It feels a little awkward, doesn't it? It does. We don't have our little... Repartee? Repartee. Yeah. It, it does. That's it's, all right. We're going to develop. We're going to get it back. It's going to be better well, than you know, ever. it'll come back. It's, it's like riding a bike. Have you tried riding a bike lately? No. Yeah, don't. No, I'd kill myself. <laughs> All right. One of the big things for me over the summer, a couple things happened career-wise where one of the last things I talked about before we took a break was me moving over to lead a Bitcoin mining company and everything that went along with that. And then, as you may or may not know, Bitcoin crashed quite drastically. And unfortunately, I didn't have time to generate revenue sources that weren't dependent on the price of Bitcoin. So I had to leave moved into a consulting role. But in that process, I really started to pay attention to myself, thanks to my therapist. And servant leaders, which we both are and we both strive to be, we're not good at serving ourselves and self-care. It's always helping others. So that's something I've spent a lot of time trying to allow myself to do the servant leadership, but also serve myself. So for any other servant leaders, which I'm assuming there are many out there that are listening to this, hit the pause button and think about, do you take care of yourself or is it always about the success of the team or whatever product or whatever your focus is? I have a, I've been talking a lot about the agile coaching growth wheel. 
which has a self-mastery component in the middle, the hub of the wheel. And the coaching wheel is this like sort of stance model, like coaching stances. And and I've been, not only about me talking about it when I'm presenting the wheel and talking about the book, the coaching book, but it's forced me to think about it myself a lot, like self-mastery, um, self-growth, self-awareness, self-care are all of the things in that. And it's weird. I'm aligned with what you're saying. And I've had time, not just because of you, but work has been slow for me. So it's not just the break we had in the Medicast, right. but work has slowed down. And what I've found is I've had some quote-unquote free time. And it's allowed me to ideate. It's allowed me to be creative. It's allowed me to think about what's next. And normally I'm just like charging. I'm like a bull. I'm like charging forward, yeah. right? And just doing work or doing training classes or something. And I'm still doing a little bit of that. But having time to think, to put yourself first, to think about what might be next longer term, I think is incredibly... And it's hard when I initially do it. It's like, oh, this feels really uncomfortable. because Yeah, you like, feel guilty. You feel guilty. I also think there's a skill. They're just like, oh, like now what do I do? And I've been working, I've been working through that. And uh, at the end of the day, I think it's incredibly healthy. I'm still navigating that, and it's still awkward to some degree, but I'm trying to plan the future. Now, I'm planning, you're pivoting in your career, and you have some personal things and things. that. So you're pivoting, and I'm pivoting into semi-retirement. And so that's part of what I'm, what, what's happening with me, too, is that. But I'm finding that it, it's powerful. Like, this self-care is really important. You let it go, and it's worth practicing. It's worth immersing. And it's making me a better coach. It's making so I see a direct correlation between having some of that self time, and then when I do work, it's I'm working better. So I'm yeah. better, my coaching is better. Yeah, it was. So the divorce has created this situation where the kids are split fifty fifty. So every other week, it's just me, and that organization that I was serving, the family a large focus of my time was gone. So now what do I do when I'm not working? And that was a real struggle for me. So what I ended up doing was working more because that's how I filled in that gap. Oh, there's a gap. There's this organization that's gone, but I want to focus here because that's that's what makes me happy when it really was just filling a void where I needed to actually like fill the void with value for myself. So for all of you servant leaders are out there, hit that pause button and make sure you're talking about to yourself, about yourself, where you want to go, the things you want to do. The most powerful question that I got asked that I haven't answered yet that I'd like everybody to ask themselves is what's your perfect day? And your perfect day can't include your family or your teammates or anything. If you're just alone, what are the things that make you really happy that you can do? And I struggled to answer that. I still struggle to answer that because my happiness was generated by the success of others that I helped win or deliver or grow, whatever it might be. So don't fall into that trap if you can. I don't even know if it's a servant. I think everyone, so when we say servant leader, I think it's it's a leadership thing. Or it might say, oh, the leader listeners, this message is for you. And it's not for the non-leader. Yeah, you're right. And I think it's everyone reevaluate. It's Imagine yourself without work. I think we all get sucked into work. Get sucked into whether it's serving or work. And again, I'm coming up on retirement. And what do I do with myself, Josh? And I've got a lot of things I write. I do. So I, like, I can't imagine. I don't even know what would happen if I was like a full-time leader 
And then I turned the switch one day and said, I'm retired. Yeah. I think I would be frozen. I wouldn't know what to do. I would need help. And it would take me a while to make that transition. So I've got stuff and it's still, what do you do? And thinking about yourself and thinking about what you love and thinking about what gives you joy and what gives you energy. Right. I think that's, I think all of us should do that to some degree. It's take a walk outside and just figure that out. That's, I'm just extending the message. Yeah. The last time we talked about this, we talked about the antithesis of it and that command and control leader, they always get what they want. They always, because that's who they are, but that's not who we are. So there are folks that are out there doing it, but it doesn't really fit with the listeners that we have here. Yeah. Okay, so that was my big one. I got a couple of small ones in there. What, what do you have? Do you have anything? I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. The one learning, this is a re-recording Metacaster, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember, which is a challenge for me, <laughs> what I was saying. One thing for me is I've reflected on, and we talked about this the other day, I think I've become too passive. Yeah. And I think I've become too neutral. And I worry about, in my coaching, in my, like I've rewritten articles to soften messages. I've softened my coaching. I was in a session the other day and I literally said, I said, I hope this doesn't piss people off. And I pulled back on my comment and I realized that that's doing me and doing my platform and is probably doing listeners or the people a disservice. I want to get a little bit more prickly. Now I'm prickly with you, but in a different, I have a platform Yeah. and I have experience and I, I should call BS on things more. Safe is one of those things that I tap dance around nowadays, believe it or not. Yeah. People know where I stand, but safe is continually, they're continually adding certifications. They're continually adding layers. They're continually, they're continuing to, in, to incorporate or assimilate like UX and things. It's like a black hole. It yeah. keeps sucking because it wants to be everything. It keeps sucking things in. Now I'm not, now I'm prickly. Yeah. And while safe is doing that over the last few years, I'm getting softer and oh, it's okay. Maybe it's okay. No, it's not okay. So I don't think it's okay to do safe. I compromise too much and it's not safe. It's more the principle. So maybe being clear and being a little bit more leveraging my backbone. Yeah. More. You've always softened things like the classic Bob Galen of I know what you go ahead I'm not poking or whatever it yeah. was <laughs> like but then you poke right after you say but that. I should poke yeah I should just poke yeah that's a perfect example or I'm not trying to paint this in a bad light yeah so I always yeah and I've gotten dinged for that so I you're right I've classically done that I think I've gotten worse at over history I've been making that same transition myself mostly in my writing I find that, and yes, there's like the active and passive voice like in the English and everything goes along with that, but like having a more active stance of, instead of saying, I think, I just say it. Yes. This is bad. Or adverbs. Like I end up softening things like that. And to your point, I feel like I'm not providing as much value because I'm not giving the people that are paying me a definitive stance. Yep. Yep. So as I've re-returned in, into the consulting world, that flipped that switch for me where these people are paying me for answers and answers right now and dragging it out isn't what they need. So I have to be that prickly guy. Well, however you want to frame it. 
I think of it as a legacy thing for me too. I'm not, again, it goes back to semi-retirement and I, I don't have an infinite number of years of being mm-hmm. an influencer. So my window of influence is narrowing. So let's not waste my shots. Let's start being a straight shooter more than when it's a when it's appropriate. Be a freaking straight shooter. Yeah, like Alexander so, Hamilton. Yeah, stop worrying about stop wor- right. like worrying about it. Or are you going to step on some toes or something? So that's something I've learned. It's a reflection thing, and I want to recommit. I won't be perfect. I'll still I have those habits that I'm yeah. still great. But I need to start straight shooting more. And that's something I think that it'll do me a good, better service. It'll do listeners. It'll do the content a better service. Agreed. So last thing for me is that I have realized I inadvertently painted myself into a corner. So as I set up Kazi and my consulting business, it was all tech-focused. And as I've been in different roles, such as the COO role and help CEOs, that I've realized the same problems exist everywhere. It's still work. We always talk about in Agile or Scrum, whatever methodology you want to use, that work is work. And that applies across the board. And the same challenges software teams have in delivering, so does every other part of the organization that has to work on a large complex project and get it done well and somewhat on time, whatever on time means. That's it. That's everywhere. And so I'm trying to expand the area of influence that I'm going to have with the content that I'm going to create by having it not be so tech-focused. Yes, that's what got me here, but I believe there's value that I can provide anywhere across an organization. Sharing more of your experience. I think if I'm getting you right, I think of generalizing my experience now as part of my legacy so not talking about coach not talking about agile software coach bob experience but more so bob leader experience or bob company experience and things like that these are just generic lessons that are well learned and sharing them is that aligned with what you're talking about what i've found is that what i get most excited about is growth so i'm like reframing it as the growth coach whether you're an individual that is moving into a new role and it's larger responsibility and you're a little unsure imposter syndrome type things or anything like that where any person is having a transition or they want to make a transition in their career and they're stuck. So helping people that are taking that first step or people that want to take that first step, supporting them in making that happen. And then, of course, with an organization where I've spent most of my time is been where they are stuck and they need to get unstuck to unlock the growth and to get right. the investment or they got the investment and now right. what the heck do we do with this? How do we make all this happen? That's where I spent the last 20 years and that's what I get excited about. So I'm trying to focus on any company, any person that is in that growth period or wants to be So in if that you hung group. up a shingle, it would be the growth coach. Josh yeah. Anderson, growth coach. Yeah. Now that growth coach could be one-on-one growth coaching or organizational growth coaching. Yes. Okay. And people can go to Kazi.io and sign up right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. So I re I reworked the website to be framed in that position, and I'm going to start talking about it more like that. Because that's what makes me happy. You know what, though? It, it's yes, but I also think we pigeonhole ourselves. Maybe the learning there is you've been too narrowly defining yeah. yourself. Yes. I did the same thing with the EBAC book, my extraordinarily badass agile coaching book. 
And I've been trying to unwind that in presentations, but the very title. So I like oh, the title, yeah. but I regret the title because the title implies that this is a book for Agile. If you have Agile coaching in your in your business card, this book's for you. Otherwise, ignore it. But if you, it, but that's not my intent. The intent is these are coaching competency skills for anyone. Right. So leaders, managers, product owners, scrum masters, Agile coaches, anyone, team members, be a better coach. And so I've, I think in, maybe this goes back to be prickly, but also be broader right. for me, is I've been too narrow in my niche. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. So that's the, the switch I'm trying to flip. Yeah. And, it's, and it really is unfortunate. And a lot of our discussions have been broad, but it, there's this perception. The branding has been narrow. Right. Narrower than what we talk about it. And we need to start... We should lean into it really being meta. Yeah. Oh, my God. The name might actually make sense Make now. sense for a while. <laughs> no. That's... It's true. Right. It's absolutely true. Uh, is there any more learning for me? I don't think so. Why don't we switch into what's next or going forward? Yeah. The stuff we're thinking about. Going forward. I can start. Okay. Cool. And you and I have talked about this, inviting more people. And there's a tool aspect to this we need to figure out. But I don't know. It's a virtual tool where you can get like two, three, four-way people and the sound quality is good and the video quality is good. So I want to do both so I, we can, you can publish videos yeah. and audio, but so that we can invite guests to the Metacast and we can do it seamlessly. And I want to start using increasing the platform now. And it's not just Agile Voices. So it would be Agile Voices, but it would also be diversity and inclusion voices. I've actually, I talked about having invited my daughter and my daughter. And you talked about inviting in the last session. Yeah. We talked about inviting our daughters. That would be broadening it. Inviting folks that we don't, wouldn't normally, uh, they're not in the agile space. I right. think of anyone, you could meet someone who's provided a creative thing. Part of it is actually, it aligns with the learning, expanding our brand and not narrowing our brand. The other part is leveraging, I think going forward, leveraging our platform for other people and giving giving our platform to other people. Yeah. I, and I'd almost, I, in a perfect world, I'd love to oscillate and say, one time you and I record a Metacast and then we have a guest and we have a queue of guests and they're interesting and we're just exploring stuff or two people or whatever it is. The other thing is I'd like to get contention. I'd, we do strive for that. But we don't always get it. We yeah. have, and so I'd like to, maybe it's part, so here, now that, invite a safe consultant and really go at it. I'd really like to go at it and maybe be, and not maybe, be open-minded and really see what they have to say. And I'd want them to hear what we have to say. Yeah, see where I, we land. I would like to do the same thing with some of the free estimate, or no estimate folks. Yeah. Just, I have a fundamental disagreement with that. But they're smart people that I value their opinions on, but we never put on the table we've like tweeted back and forth once or twice but nothing we've never dug in so i think that would be part of the inviting folks i think there'd be a precursor to that of stay open-minded yeah i don't want it to turn into a fisticuffs yeah totally but i want it to be like this exploration with mutual respect along the way but there no i think that there's some people that we couldn't fight that it yeah. would turn into an odd debate I, healthy debates would be open so that's something i'd like to i want us to do not i'd like to see us to do that's going forward what about you so in support of that 
probably the biggest change that I'm making is I'm starting a production company because of all the things that we want to do. Yes, we can do that for ourselves, but just as we do with the podcast, I think there's so many other people that could use that and I could support other creators in the area that maybe don't have the setup that are putting that single USB microphone on a table between us like you and I did a long time ago and then our listeners were like, can you please fix the audio? It's terrible. Yep. And provide that as a service as well. But I also need to start, as you talked about, expanding the channels that we're in and getting better at that. So I'm going to be looking for an editor to come on and be a part to help us with the audio, the video, everything that goes along with that to make this as quality as can be. There's no reason it can't be of higher quality. Do you remember the podcast group we put on? What was it? I forget what it was called. A group of podcasters. It was like a, you named Vaguely. it. Vaguely. Oh, the Agile Podcast Network. Yeah. yeah. But it never, we really, yeah, we, right. ne- we never, see, we never watered it or fed it. Right. Or miracle growed it. But that's such a, I run into a few, not a lot, but there's two, two women in the UK that are doing a podcast that are doing really cool things. And I'm like, oh, it would be nice to get them into the network. Yeah. Is that part of what you're thinking? Something like that? That totally could be a component, but having the technology, having it easily accessible to be able to rent out the space, rent out the technology, do whatever that is, but also... We've been one of the things that led us to this break over the summer was we felt that we got pickled, which is one of the episodes that we talked about. And don't yeah. let that happen. But we realized we had just been doing the same thing over and yeah. over again and saying, like, why isn't our why aren't we yep. affecting more people or whatever it might be? And we just hadn't changed things. So I just the only way we're gonna change things is if we take bold strokes and I think this is a bold stroke and there's things that I want to do personally I'm setting up a calendar where I'm going to publish content six days a week and across all different channels so for me to do that because I think that will help us and help me personally with the things that I'm trying to do that just has to happen I can stop thinking about it and stop talking about it there's items in my Amazon cart that I know I need I know I need to buy and I haven't hit the buy now or whatever button so part of me never wants to slam you because you do all metacasters and you heard you do all the technical work so i can't but at the same time you've talked a lot about ideas we have both of us but your bandwidth has always been an inhibitor to things right i have more control of that now right yeah but so i wanted to put that out there yeah but then i've always felt that your joy was content yeah like one of your one of your joy things that you've talked about. So there was this like tension between time and your joy. It's like a content per- So it sounds like you're leaning into your yeah. your joy. Yes. No no BS. Yeah, I am not looking for CXO jobs yeah. anymore. That's just off the table. So now I'm really leaning into charting my own path, operating with that growth coach mindset where I find real joy of accelerating people. So it would be that. And this complements that, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 So I can see you like taking someone. So I'm just excited about it. I want to explore just a second. So 
If someone's out there and they wanted to podcast in the local area, or even they were in Washington State or something, and they're, they have a, they're a newbie, you could growth coach them into what it looks like. Yeah. Or if they're local, you would say, I've got a setup for you. Come on in and I'll show you how to do this or something. So all of those things, just content. Yes. All right, cool. Cool. And broader content. So not narrow, yes. agile. Yeah, it is not like going to be... Con- it could be life content. It is going to be life content. Like I've got Please, a puppy. Or kids sport. So puppy, kids yeah. sports content. Yeah. Um, I forget which day of the week is specified as river. That's the name of my puppy. It's, that's like... That puppy day? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Because everybody loves dogs, right? It's like you publish a dog or cat video, everybody's going to like it. So you're like doubling down on my wife, you being my wife's favorite. You suck. (laughs) You just suck. Oh, my God. Now I'm going to be just like cooking for you constantly. It's a private private thing, Metacasters. But you've heard us before talk about Josh is my wife's favorite person. She's my biggest Metacast fan. fan. She is a fan. It's great. Where what we talked about doing regular, like a regular tempo. I think that's a change for us a little bit. Even though we've been regular in the long term, we haven't been. We've talked about weekly, and really batting down the hatches on that as part right. of weekly, which we've talked about yeah. a dozen times. But we always fall off of that. Yeah. Really, and get ahead. Yep. We haven't talked about it, but getting a little bit ahead so we can get sick or get a vacation or something like that, right. we don't lose our tempo. So that's something we're going to do. Anything else on the go forward? I don't think so. Those are big swings. Metacasters, I put something on LinkedIn. I'd like to hear ideas for you. I would love to hear ideas for topics, but I would more love to hear ideas for guests and potential guests, even if you want to come in as a guest. So it's not just guest suggestions. If you'd like to come in and have your voice heard. And remember, it's not just agile. We're not just talking about sprint planning. We're talking about anything. Something Truly you, the meta cast. Yeah. We need to... We, I like... It's taken us 12 plus years <laughs> to actually align with the yeah. name. That's You can teach an old dog new tricks after 12 <laughs> years. That's funny. What, anything else, Josh? I'm excited i think you can hear the excitement in our voices because we did get in a rut but luckily we recognized it hit the pause button spent time thinking to ourselves we actually didn't communicate very much during the summer at all and i think that was healthy for us to get back together and have that the excitement didn't go away it wasn't like an old marriage but it was just like that that break helped and it gave us both the opportunity to explore thoughts and ideas where we weren't just continuously sprinting at the next episode because that's really what happens like okay the next episode okay we should think about this other stuff about the next episode i want to though come back and say yes we got stale or pickled or whatever to some degree but we also recognize that our recipe oh yeah that's a good point has validity so it's not that we're sitting here going oh we're kicking ourselves so it's yes and yes and though metacasters josh is not going to change he's going to be the same old josh anderson and i love that and he's going to bring every bit of himself and his genuineness and all of the strengths and i'm going to be the same old and i'm just going to get a little bit more, more prickly, prickly yeah a little bit more but i've always been a little prickly yeah. as you well know the same snarky humor or stupid humor dad humor dad jokes it's going to be a balance 
and we're not going to lose our essence is what I'm trying to yeah. say. I, we're intentionally not going to lose the right. essence of who we are and what we're about. We are not going to be the new Coke that comes out. For those of you that were around when that happened 30 years ago, yeah. maybe Coke came out with a new flavor yep. and like the world revolted. So then it became, they had to bring Coke Classic yeah. back. There's one thing that we're doing new that you didn't bring up. What's that? I wouldn't say we. I. So I'm just. I, who have always been the wing it person, have invested in being prepared. So Metacasters, I, Josh, Joshua Q. Anderson, is holding a piece of paper folded yep. in half in front of him. And it's not blank. It's got words on it in a sequential order with ideas, i.e. he has planned some things for this Metacast, and he's going to continue to plan. I know, pick yourself up off the floor, get up, dust yourself off, have a shot of your favorite. Ooh, yeah. Because you need it, I know, but Josh is going to be planning. Yeah, after reflecting, anytime we re-record, we've done better. Because we had an idea of the flow. We had some thoughts out. We shared You know, it's really... And we just did... You're absolutely right. Yeah. We did... I think we're doing better this time than yeah, we, we did the last time. Yep. You're absolutely right. Metacasters, the snarkiness in here is... When we started the Metacast, in my wet behind the ears... <laughs> I've sent... I, I probably have this on my computer, but I've sent Josh things. I tried to... Like Word, God help me when I send a Word document, but I've sent him Word documents, PDFs. I've invited him to Google Docs. I've organized things. I printed them out. I took them down to Fuquay Verena, handed multiple copies, handed him his copy. He crumpled it up. It's so he was very anti-planning, and I just backed off. I'm like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna be the Wing It Brothers, and we're just gonna have to wing it, and that's cool. There's something to be said for that. But I think the quality, in all seriousness, I think yeah. our quality is higher when we do a little bit of pre-planning. Yes. Now, not Corey Bryant. I don't know if you've ever talked to Corey. Have you ever talked to Corey on his uh, Deliverate podcast? Lightly. And did he give you the Did he give you the pre-work? Did he ever send it to you? I think he might have sent it to me, and then I just stopped there. Or it probably your head probably exploded. <laughs> like Corey. So anyone, Corey's very meticulous. He talks about like the pre-discussion and then the topical discussion and the breakdown. We're not going to be there. But that works for Corey. That works for him. And so what we found is that little bit of looseness works for us. Yes. And we don't want to... We want to honor that and recognize it and know that's part of the reason you are listening. Yeah. But we believe we can provide more value to you, which is... The large reason why we do this by being a little bit more prepped. I guess I should say that I will be a little bit more prepped, and uh, we just believe the no, content's better. No, I've turned into you. I'm sorry. I I'm feel so wing, bad. I'm a winger now, at least when it comes to not in anything else. To <laughs> trust me, I still yeah. everything else. But with the medicast, so you came with the notes the other day, and like we practice. But I need I need to start coming back to planning and thinking yeah. about. We've talked about like having a theme right not pulling it out of thin air like 10 minutes before and then part of that is like thinking about what are some the possible threads that we might pull on that i and i think that's powerful i'm just not i have to work on getting better at that again. i think you'll snap right back in i will snap trust yeah. me because the rest of your life so we i think we're cool yeah so get us your feedback 
Metacasters, we're back. We're back. We're hot in the saddle. It's the best of the old. He's laughing at me. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means either. But, it just... but we're hot in the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> and we're ready to go forward. And uh, and I think it's going to be a really exciting next couple of years for the Metacast. And I'm really particularly jazzed about your content stuff. Me too. This is something I've been talking about saying I wanted to do for a while and it's just all right this is in your sweet spot yep and it's and it's a place where you can grow and explore and I'm looking forward to that all right so from beautiful downtown Cary North Carolina I'm Bob Gallen and I'm Josh Anderson shake and bake take care y'all